Welcome to 100, asshole. is running around with his dick out. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 100th Chud Podcast. Oh, is it 100? I ain't fucking around. We should have saved that that the century mark for Stephen, right? No, I think I think he'd prefer we do it without him. So we should mark the occasion of the 100th Chud show without Steve. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds That's, What we'll do, we'll have like a posthumous celebration whenever he shows up. But you can't you can't fault him for for a, a weeknight. Guy's got a, a shitty shitty commute. Yeah, we we decided to jump out because uh, Nick invited me to an advanced screening of uh, Sin City, the new Sin City movie. I invited you to a screening of the no- November Man. Right, but this we decided instead to, to go to the advanced screening of Sin City. When does that movie come out? I don't know. When does it come out? <laughs> he, did he see Sin City or? <laughs> My dog, so, my dog's whining. No, we, we're joke. we're seeing um, Sin City the weekend, the week after its opening weekend, which was a does, does abysmal, does, you know, failure. Makes like, me so happy. But it it really, I think it came in at tenth. I think you said sixth. I thought it was sixth, but I think they readjusted later. Or like Sunday's numbers came in under expectations. I think it was tenth. Oh, so good. It's like Maybe eighth. It's like it's like a fucking it's like a some soup after a blizzard. That's a strange. Um, I wonder what happened. Like I wonder why people didn't come out because the first Sin City uh, nine years ago was a hit. Yeah, and obviously they waited too long, and the reviews weren't great. But you still think it would have come? It would have. It's delicious. It would have translated. To, you know, people would have come out to see it. What happened? It's delicious that it's it's getting hated. What happened? I think people got. I think people realized it was, a, it was there was a time and a place for this. They're this. sin cityed out. Yeah, I don't even know if they're sin cityed out. I think they're just that hyper stylized, uh, black that, and white, all star, poorly filmed shit. But people, I mean, I think, and I still enjoy the first one. People tend tend to recall the first one pretty fondly, but maybe they just. They just didn't want to see. It looks like the same movie. Maybe they I guess, put it, maybe. put away childish things. Yeah. So I watched Godzilla today. Yeah. So did it come out on DVD? Yeah. Uh, on digital. No DVD. No, not DVD yet. Blu-ray. No, iTunes. Um, and I played it at the shop this morning and could not have been happier. It's fine. I had so much fun. I love it. The first it's, the first forty five minutes or so is a little slow. There's not a lot of story in that. No, movie. no. But who? I don't. It's a it's a Godzilla movie. You and, really can't. Cranston is kind of bad. He was in better that movie. this time for me. Like was I, he? I, it's kind of because um, I liked some of his stuff, but it's it's I don't care about human beings in that movie. Godzilla uh, is a sexy thing. I like that. The one thing I did like about the movie is that the monsters were like on the same travel path as the main character. Like, he was just trying to get home, and every time he showed up somewhere, the monsters, like, he'd have, like, a layover, and then yeah, the monsters the... would be there. <laughs> you know, that was pretty funny, I yeah. thought. Uh, the monsters were great. I, I Godzilla, obviously, was great, and the the little, uh, the lovers, the, I guess they were boyfriend and girlfriend monsters, is that what was uh-huh. going on there? A guy and a gal? Yeah. They're, they uh, they don't have cool. sex. I didn't see any cock. I thought it was implied a little bit, maybe, because mm. the one was pregnant. 
One of them she kept shoving missiles into its into, into right, its but maybe she self impregnated. I don't know what it's happened. Pussy. Um, and uh, which I thought was a, a a theme, you know, the pregnant monster theme. I mean, I got it. You know, I got. I picked up on that. You got it. Oh, I got. It. I got what they were trying to do there. Yeah. Let's not get into it, but. Uh, so yeah, we're, we we decided to skip the November man. The traffic would have been insatiable. Where was the screening? Atlantic Station, but at seven o'clock. Me personally. I was able to get out of work around five thirty. That's the Pierce Brosnan awful drive. Um, kind of a Bondish type movie, right? We plays a spy. More like a not good, but not. It's not supposed to be good. People, yeah. I did like see. Uh, I did see a film today. Yep. Actually, it's funny. I work on on like the first two days of the week. I always just play movies all day. So yesterday I watched three movies while I was working, and then today I had three movies go. But after work, I watched a, th- a fourth movie. I mean, I was working. I was very, you know, I'm always Sounds working. Like it. Well, I, I mean, you're a movie person, so even when you watch a film, that's work because you're even even recre- recreationally. Well, you're, I'm, you're literally working. I'm you're revisiting a movie guy. some things that may make my list that I'm working on, and then I'm definitely watching some that aren't qualifications. So, what did you watch for number four? For number four, you said you watched four movies. I, well, let me think. Yesterday we watched, we watched. Um, the first one was Raising Arizona. Love. The second one was The Abyss. Love, still. The third one was True Grit, the Coen Brothers version. Love. Today, Godzilla, mm. and then Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Absolutely love wholeheartedly. And then Don't Be Afraid of the Dark. Mm. Yeah. And then... <laughs> no, I like that the, movie but, a lot, actually. But the real winner was the one I watched on my iPad after work. What? The Prince. <laughs> okay. I watched well, Why did Prince. you watch Don't Be Afraid of the Dark? Where did you show that? At the, um, at, at, at the yeah at the shop and people like it oh yeah 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 uh, it was funny because I was just I, I was trying to figure out what I wanted to put on I I didn't want to put on another kind of movie that I was going to have to you know like explain because the problem I have is is people will come in and I'm at the mercy of their film knowledge and um, I was just I I, I didn't want to get a, you know put anything people to get absorbed on and so I put that on because I thought it would be kind of it was kind of, kind of a joke more than anything well else. you also wanted you were you told me that you were planning on to put. On uh, that you're going to put on a Katie Holmes movie, and you're trying to decide between the movie that you co-produced or exact whatever produced, or, or teaching Mrs. Tingle, right? Which I do have on so, my iTunes. Do you have it? I do not. It's good. Um, no, I like the the performance of the little kiddo in that movie. Yeah. Um, so what? So, so then you. But I watched the, the Prince. That's the big take. Okay, and that's the John Cusack, Bruce Willis movie. Jason and Patrick. Patrick's the star. Patrick's the star. Wow. It's, it, no, he's great. He's great. Enough? He's great. He's oh, Jason Patrick's my favorite of the three. There's no way that he's, that that movie's any good though. It's actually not bad. It's not bad. It's not bad. It's what's the taken. premise? It's taken, basically. And Cusack's bad. No, um, well, they're all kind of bad, but it starts off uh, a horribly um, bearded Bruce Willis watches his his wife and daughter explode in his car, uh, the bomb planted by a, a Jason Patrick. Oh, yeah. Um, and he's he's not he doesn't like it. He's a bad guy. Well, sort of. Yeah. So flash forward like twenty years, mm-hmm. and Patrick's um, working class guy, single father, mechanic, just trying to get by, and his daughter is caught up in the drug world. Yeah. And she disappears. Okay. So he goes back to New Orleans, where the scene of his former life. Right. Um, where Bruce Willis is a huge kingpin and tries to find his daughter by any means necessary 
And then when Bruce Willis gets wind of it, the hunt is fucking on for Mr. Jason Patrick, who, as it turns out, is the prince, this hard-ass crime lord from back in the day. So this must be the longest that anybody's ever talked about, like a synopsis for this movie. And yeah, then, right. And Cusack is, doesn't even come into the film until an hour in. Cusacus? And he's, uh, you know who else is in it? Jonathan Sheck. Did he write it? No. I, I don't know any of the people that were, but you know, here's the thing: it's it's not bad. It's actually, and Patrick is great, and there's some good dialogue. There's a couple of great lines. I really, I mean, not like funny. That's the tagline for the film. It's, it's not, not bad. It's not bad. Yeah, we're as surprised as you are. Straight to video. The, okay, it's fine, and it, it, it gets a little. And Fifty Cent is in it. Excuse me, Curtis. Uh, yeah, um, it's not a bad little film though. I was really Patrick is really good. He delivered, well, you're a big Patrick. Guy. I am, but he, I was, I was. I went in expecting dog, dog fucks. Oh. Uh, and Cusack plays uh, his buddy from back in the day who is also a kingpin of sorts who helps him. But it's not bad. And, and Patrick's great. And uh, there, there's, some good, there's some good stuff in there. Who's taken any role the most? Jason Patrick, John Nicholas Cusack. Cage. Nicholas Cage. No, no, no. We're talking about this movie. No. Or Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis. Taken any, he's taken any role the most? Yeah. Because he did turn down Expendables 3. He didn't turn it down. He asked for too much money. Right. I don't think he was expecting them to say, go fuck yourself, Well, Baldy. here's the thing. Uh, let me just ask you this. If Cusack... <laughs> let's put it in this situation. There's no way Cusack's asking for too much money these days, right? I mean, he's just going to move. He's just like, oh, they're going to pay me to be in this film. I'll be in this film. There's no choice. So it's kind of like the, the, the flip side of Spielberg's supposed origin story. where He would just walk on the set. And sneak on the set yeah. until somebody lived on the job, set. right? So Cusack's like eating. Cusack's an, at a point of he's his eating cr- an egg roll at craft services, looking like he's in the movie. I mean, like, Patrick was one of those guys that would turn down work all the time, because um, you know he and then he did like Speed Two, which I make fun of on the show before that he he's so picky and did Speed Two, but he was in love with Sandra Bullock, I think. So that you have yeah. to forgive him, man. I, it's not his um, fault that movie's bad. By um, stretch. You know, it reminds me. I'm watching Twin Peaks. Um, lately and and been bugging Nick about it but Nick actually recently watched it too it's really great but anyway Sherilyn Finn the great Sherilyn God, Finn the breast so um, anyway so you know she kind of did Jason Patrick after Twin Peaks and even she wouldn't even appear in the the Twin Peaks uh, movie so she kind of shied away from sex symbol roles right like she didn't want to be typecast like Two and, Moon Junction and stuff like that no that she did it before Twin Peaks right, so right. it's like um, she didn't. Yeah, you know, so I think that kind of messed her career a little bit because it. She had probably turned down a ton of roles that would have made her a little bit more famous because she just didn't want to be typecast. It's like Pele saying, "You know, I don't want to do the soccer." Game, but Patrick soccer did the game. same thing, right? He didn't. He's super choosy. Every once in a while, I come. He's out hard to work with, from what I understand. Do a narc, you know? Yeah, but he, yeah, but he's, he's always so, solid. He's, he's a great actor, and, yeah. and and I mean, he's you know, I think we talked about this all, the other day. His father was a playwright. He's, was related, he's related to Jackie Gleason, and, and his mom is Jackie Gleason's daughter. So, you, you get it. Um, I know what happened with Cusack. Cusack, yeah. Well, he's supposed to be hard to work with too. Showed up on the set, went to the casting director's office with an eraser, changed the A to an H on the casting sheet. <laughs> Joan yeah. Cusack isn't around that much anymore either. I like her. Joan Cusack is, was great. Did she did she not show up in The Prince? N- Cusy Coos throws her a bone sometimes. You know. Why do you call him that? That's really that's really annoying. 
Because I'm trying to get started with our Chad listeners. Is it going to happen? You're going to piss off all of our Middle Eastern listeners, <laughs> making fun of their food. <laughs> very specific, very specific audience that we have these days. Very, yeah. we're small. big, we're big in Mississippi and Dubai. That's it. Um, so yeah, no, it was, it was, it wasn't bad. I have a feeling where I was going with that is though, uh, and there's not one policeman in the entire movie. There are 1,500 people shot in that movie, not one cop. It, it kind of reminds me of this world that we're in right now, like where there's that whole taken vehicle thing they're trying to apply to every star. Costner had his Three Days to Kill, which is an awful movie with a great performance from him, with with a ludicrous character played. I by doubt him. it that Costner's great in it. He is. He's you, really. You good love in Costner it. and you love Patrick, so I'm, you're biased. I love them based on a reputation. Of, I mean, believe me, these are guys that have done everything they can to piss me off. If they, if I didn't like their work, I have plenty of excuses to hate them. You know, I mean, why would I want to like exactly. Kevin Costner? Exactly, that's why I ask him. I'm asking that. But then you watch Jack Ryan, and he's really good in that. And you watch Three Days to Kill, and it's like, damn, I wish they had a better movie wrapped around him. And that's to me what the November Man probably is like. It's probably like they're trying to give Pierce that one last taste of the of the of the, of the high life. Although the Matador was great back in the it day, was. and Taylor Panama. But everybody's trying to be niecey niece, you know. Shoot. Now you're gonna Even piss Christy off our Cruz. French listeners. Thank you. <laughs> Well, Cusack, what's funny about him, out of anybody, including Willis and uh, Patrick, you know, they still get Cusack to headline an expensive film every once in a while. Every, to every, like, ten that he does, all of a sudden he's doing, like, The Cell, which yeah, is, like, well, a Stephen King adaptation. Yeah, well, because he's bloated and his hair is fucked up looking right now, mm-hmm. his hair is a nightmare. Yeah. But Probably he's still that. John Cusack. I mean, the guy is, it, it's, it's, it's almost like... Derek Jeter in a respect like the guy has been right. so good for so long right. you can't you gotta give him you know the respect there's a chance he can still bring that old action as a matter of fact Cusack may be one of those guys who's a candidate to have a very nice late surgence in his career oh again. yeah for sure I like him too I, I wish that he was uh, you know like he, you know, they, they're doing Hot Tub Time Machine too, yeah. and he didn't want to, you know, he's not coming back he didn't come back for it you kind of wish he would I mean he's making like movies with, movies with Nicolas Cage and and the prince that's you yeah. think he would maybe he just couldn't come back because he had too many other crappy movies to do. Yeah, no, that's true. He's Conflicted. done some, and the Raven. I think he put a lot on the Raven, thinking that that was going to be a big deal. And I don't know if it's going to be. Did, it, did you ever see it? No. You can. <laughs> it available. can be seen. I know it can be seen. Yeah. Um. You know, it's. Uh, I was open to it. I would have maybe seen it. But of course, then, you, of course, you would. <laughs> But then of the course fun, you would see. It's just never been on... I've never seen it. I've never come across it on cable. Yeah, and I or, know if it did, you would. Oh, man, I'd sit down. Did you uh, see the trailer for that Pyramid movie? <sighs> is it an animation? No, what it's a horror it? movie. Pyramid? Produced by Aja, and it's, uh, it's like a... It's got uh, uh, Dennis uh, O'Hare. No. It's a... Uh, it's a... It looks pretty cool. It's a... It actually, it reminds me of a mixture of, like, The Ruins and... Like uh, like a mummy movie or whatever. The bottom line is it's it's like this group of people. Like there's this, this historical backdrop where whenever people try to disturb a tomb of a of an Egyptian tomb, or whatever, there's horrible consequences. Oh yeah. So this one, they find this these three sided pyramid or this three sided pyramid that's weird, and when they open up, this horrible gas comes out and makes people sick, and then these these people decide to venture inside and explore and discover shit, and there's a creature. It's like the tomb is trying to kill them. There's like a, a maze element. And there's this like mummy. That's pretty creature. good. Yeah, I mean the production values are great. Three sided pyramid, hey. Uh huh. As opposed to no, they say that in not three on the 
on the I mean the angle of it. Yeah, they call it, they say in the trailer. I'm just repeating the fucking trailer. It says a three three sided pyramid. But the the Egyptian ones are four sided. The the Giza the, the Giza pyramids. Ah, okay. I didn't know this. Yeah, I try to be smart. And I know sound, you really did. Dumb. Yeah. Um, I you, did see a trailer for speaking of the ruins. Carter Smith, the director of the ruins, has a new movie called Jamie Marks is Dead. Have you have you heard about this? No. It's coming to the Plaza, the Plaza this weekend. What's the premise? I mean, it, it looks like kind of a young adult, but it's... No. But no. it's um, Charlie's is in it? It's got a good cast. Uh, Judy Greer's in it, actually. Judy Greer's in everything. I love her. I'm glad she's getting... When I had diarrhea last week. I'm glad that she's in stuff. Um, uh, no, it's it's about basically a kid that, that's bullied at school. It's like oh, no one really God, knows. He, he's, he ends up dead, and then his ghost, I guess, visits this Ugh. sympathizer, you know, Oof. feels bad. And they try to solve the murder. It's Ugh. but the thing is, the ruins are so good. I, I'd give it a shot. I mean, I like the ruins a lot. You can't you can't wonder why he hasn't made a movie since. Well, that's what I'm Wait saying. The no, ruins was actually I know exactly why he hasn't made a movie. The since. ruins was a was a the hit. business fucks you. Yeah, the ruins was a hit. Um, there's something else that's coming out too that looked interesting. But yeah, this is the doldrums a little Sin bit. City. Yeah, we're gonna see that. What time is it? Can see it. We're gonna leave pretty soon, actually. I'm afraid so. I'm dragging. I'm dragging Nick to this. He he would not see it in the theater if it weren't for me. I, I don't want to put. I, I don't want to run the risk of putting any money in Rodriguez's. Pocket. I don't either. I don't like or, Frank Miller. Or Frank Miller's pocket. I like Rodriguez, all right, but Frank Miller bothers me. But I still. If there was a way, I, I wish when you go to the theater, mm-hmm. like you have, you're like okay, you say oh, I'm gonna buy my ticket, and they say which participant would you like the money to go to? Dennis Haysbert would be getting a little check tomorrow. I think I think I think that'd be great. It's like okay, he, we, your money is going to be distributed to to, right. to New Line or whoever Miramax, whoever's doing it. But you get to pick. So when I pay, buy my fucking ticket for this nightmarish film and mine, I, I want Haysbert. I want I want Haysbert to get it. I want a little token from Far well, From Heaven. Brolin's in this. You love Brolin. Brolin don't need my coins. Neither does Haysbert. Actually, after his insurance commercials. Now, when, when we bought our tickets to go see The Collection. <laughs> you know what? Maybe we should reconsider our friendship. It is bad. I it like is... how you fought the one good thing about this arrangement. <laughs> <laughs> the like Collection? We, the, no, our friendship. It's like that. that's the only thing that's pure in this entire I, equation. I, hate, I, hate, I hated The Collector. And then I was so excited <laughs> for some reason to see The Collection. I counted down we the We didn't days. see The Purge. We missed The Purge. The Purge too. Anarchy. That's what I mean. I, you never saw the first, did no, you? No. Yeah, I would have seen the Purge too because I like. I'm a big Grillo fan, so. Me too. I I I clean all my plates. Is that playing? Maybe we can go see that instead. I'll fucking see that. Yeah, let's go see that. God, I'd see that over. I would. Feel, I would honestly feel like I canceled my flight on 9/11 if you did that. Did you know that? I mean, the Purge destroyed at this the summer. It did great. But the best movie, the biggest movie, turned out to be Jimmy Gunn. Guardians, oh, Guardians? Of the Galaxy. I mean, yeah, biggest it was movie of summer. You got to fucking love that. Nobody was betting on that thing to be the biggest. I think the biggest surprise was Lucy, though. That movie cleaned up. Yeah. And Marvel still won't. Like, they're still stalling on making a Black Widow movie. Well, who so the fuck stupid. needs a Black Widow movie? They they do. That would be smart if they did it. Nah. Are you, they Scarlett they have a Black Widow movie. It's called The Avengers Two. Yeah. Age of Ultron. That's all you need. That's a. It's one of those things where it's you're, you're, It's the Joe Pesci rule. He got an he got the right amount of exposure in Lethal Weapon three, 
but she's when great. they expose she's him a movie in star, Lethal Weapon 4, you realize how shitty the character is. She can turn Lucy just into like hit a huge girl. hit. She sh- they should give her a movie just just on that. And no. she's great. She's, too, she's, she's a super hot actress right now. They should... You haven't seen Lucy. It may be shit. I, I bet it. you it's shit. It's Luke, Luke Besson. $100 million. Can't argue with that. Domestic. I don't care. That's what I'm saying. They should make a fucking Black Widow movie. They're making movies about raccoons. They should make a Black Widow. Uh, they did. They did. The Martin Luther King. Anyway, so I hope that they do. No. No. See, that's wrong. I mean, it's like the, the brand that Marvel's building, they di- they're diluting it enough. You don't want a black... What's next? Fucking Hawkeye? Fuck, I mean, they're putting money What's next? Fucking Iron Man? Yeah, they'd consider Hawkeye over Black Widow, I bet. Well, he's more bankable. But they do have... I, I agree with people you, that say they do have... They, they kind of got into um, a bit of trouble because they, you know, they, they've taken hits on not having you know, women involved at all, really, in their... In their I'll have you. I'll have you know that. Don't be afraid. The dark got trounced by a Colombiana. So, <laughs> but um, you know, so they put the co-writer of Guardians as a woman. She kind of created the story, and there's been a big controversy about mm-hmm. how much she contributed. Gone was like hot dismissing her contribution. Hot or not? Uh, Nicole. I don't know her name. I don't know what she looks like. Nicole. Per, I don't know her last name. I bet you if Perlman? she looks, if she looks like Philippa Boyens, I get it. So, but I, what I'm saying is like, so yeah, Marvel probably said, you know, they don't probably usually put co-writing credit. Like if, you know, Gunn apparently rewrote the script, so they probably would just usually give that to him. She, she, she developed the property f- like through Marvel, but I think it's almost like they threw her up there as a co-writer to kind of go, Hey, look, we're involving women. And then it, totally backfired on him because then Gunn wouldn't get in line said that he is responsible for how amazing everything is speaking of your favorite favorite Van Wilder joke Into the Storm is playing too let's not discount that I would not see that in the theater yeah although you wrote the press kit for that the depressed kit for that that movie didn't do too well did it no it it did awful. I didn't write the press kit. I contributed a, a, a small percentage to the press kit. Did you write about the fire tornadoes? <laughs> I sure did. Okay. Do you see Boyhood? No. Is that playing there? It's it's only playing at Victor Salva's house. It's uh, I think it's like three and a half hours long. So it's longer than actual Boyhood. I would like to see it, but I, I have not. I'm searching desperately for the purge, my fucking magic fucking bullet to fire. It's got to be at the dollar. God damn it! It's got to be out there. Come on, the purge. It's not. We're going to Sin City. <laughs> Sin City. They should have changed the title to uh, "Live Die Repeat." You know what I'm saying? Okay. Good news. Yep. <sighs> we can't see it. Done. Is it playing the dollar? Yeah, it just started. Uh, I'm going there. The dollar, then seeing it this week with my peeps. I'll go. Like a bunch of uh, parents, they'll be there with their like two year old kid at the purge anarchy. That's true. Me, I'll be saying I'll be sitting beside them. There'd be like an 89 year old man. I don't. I think the last time I went to the dollar theater was to see MMM Midnight Meat Main. <laughs> we we didn't see it at the dollar cinema. Yes, we did. It was a two dollar theater. Yeah. Holy shit, it came... That was open there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 
all Midnight Meat Train. The gift that keeps on giving, you know? <laughs> Shit, yeah, it does. Did they... God bless you into the furnace. Did they, did they ever consider a sequel? They did. Actually, you know that the week before that thing opened, the director was scrambling for a pitch. He's like, I got it. I think it just came out because Cooper got hot. I mean, that's why. Because he got his career got hot. So it, it came right, out, right? Wasn't it right, right around the same time as Limitless? <sighs> Maybe. Which was a good movie. I liked Never it. Never saw it. De Niro and mm-hmm. Cooper? Neil, Neil Berger. Oh, he did that? Mm-hmm. Um, no, it's... I no, mean, I was talking about Fat Zod's favorite line. <laughs> but, but I just think it's funny like it's uh, that, uh, that, that they did release it. I think they, it was probably de- collecting some dust and they released it. It's got to be pretty much Cooper's finest but hour, see, right? as bad as it did, it still did better than like so many of the Stephen King movies that got sequels. Sometimes they come back for more and more and more. Like, why can't they do a meat train more? It's doing better than I bet. It, I bet it made just about as much money as Sin City did. A Although movie I, that it, we're going to be watching. Yeah. Please tell me it's in two D. It is. There's there's a three D. I've heard it's I've heard it's great in three D. You have? No. We could wait forty five minutes, keep recording, and then go see the three D. If you want to. Does that mean more money goes into Dennis Haysbert's? I, I could actually, if we go to see the the more expensive showing, I would be willing to donate a percentage of the sale into the pocket of whoever replaced Brittany Murphy. I don't think she got replaced. I think there's just, a, I mean, Lady Gaga's in this. There's a girl in the in the commercial. Explain her that, character? That looks sort of like Brittany Murphy. Lady Gaga's in it? She's cameo. <sighs> She's also in Machete, I believe. Who gives a shit? The second one. I didn't see that one. I didn't see the first. I didn't hate the first one. Machete, but 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 the way I slept at night was knowing that officially Robert Rodriguez wasn't the director of it. But he was. I thought the, he. I thought he goes directed. Did he direct the first? I don't think. so. I think he co-directed the second. I think he, God, he's such a bad person. <laughs> what is he? Yeah, his career has been very interesting. I think. Did very you, strange. Okay, so what do you think about this Tyler Perry David Fincher thing that's circulating right now? What's going? What? I don't know about this. Uh, Tyler Perry. Didn't know who David Fincher was when he agreed to be in Good Gone Girl. He didn't know who David Fincher was. Okay. Which which is pretty interesting. It is because he, cause he the, the shorter, not shows what kind of a dream world. It's not as interesting as the reverse. Why is that guy in that movie? Like that's more interesting to me. Why is Tyler, why is Tyler Perry all of a sudden showing up in movies? David Fincher is probably like you know I'm so fucking good I can make this guy fit. He's like. You know. Maybe, but I mean, he's in. He was in the first the Trek reboot. He was. And there's in. only if you think about it, how many black actors that are in like let's say in their mid 30s to early 40s, other than Idris Elba. Fuck, Kyle Perry is older than mid. Okay, well I don't know. 40s. I'm just saying there's not a lot of guys maybe that are not. getting high profile 40s. jobs. Yeah, but you. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. Like, I, there's always like I. I watched. Oh, the other movie we watched. We watched another movie today. We watched Out of Sight. That's great. Which is going to... It's just a matter of whether it's in my top 20 or not in my top 20. But you got Ving Rhames and Don Cheadle. That movie's aged, aged so well. So well. Yeah. I, I mean, it's actually better now because I was just astounded. I by loved it in a theater, but it, oh, it, it is it was, amazing. I yeah. think it was my number two or one. I watched it recently, and it's just like it just gets... It's The whole thing is, ama- is super fun and then super funny. And Everybody's great in the it. The cast the, is absolutely the perfect. The ending's perfect. But everything about that movie. Like, oh, there's another. Um, right down to Catherine Keener and like Louis Guzman. There's another those. Elmore Leonard movie coming out this weekend. Too, yeah, yeah. I heard about that. Called Life of Crime. And it's supposed to be good. Who's in it? 
Um, Please tell me the guy from The Collector. The biggest name is... Um, Oh, it's great! It's a great cast, but the biggest name is Aniston's in it. And oh then, yeah, it's not called Life of Crime, is it? Yeah, because I just crime. got an email from the studio about it. Actually, Life of Crime, Aniston, Most Def, John Hawks, Will. Uh, Are you Forte. saying you're, you're pretty positive that Aniston's in it? Yeah. Well, you said Aniston, Most Def. <laughs> but uh, those four are for sure, and then the director seems. I, I heard a director interview. He seems really. Like a good guy. Yeah, I just got the email. I'm looking for it because I was you got good. You got good word of mouth. It's um, it's the 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 characters that most deaf yeah, and life of crime. Yeah, John Hawks play are um versions of or the younger characters of De Niro and Jackson and Jackie Brown. Oh, really? Yeah. Tim Robbins. Yeah, Is- Robbins. Isla Fisher, Will Forte, Tim Robbins. I said that. Um, Mark Boone Jr., who I love. From from Sons, right? Yeah, and and Yazin Bay, who the fuck that is? Actress could be interesting. I mean, uh, yeah, I, I Jennifer Aniston. I, I hope it's the good version of Jennifer Aniston because she's God, been great. I think lately, pretty been, much. Okay, share with me some of these movies you've seen her in. Well, I like her in Horrible Bosses. Like, yeah, good. exactly. That's it. But what else is what else has she been? In? She's been. I thought she's been kind of interesting lately. Mm. You know what's not kind of interesting is the fucking Emmys. I didn't watch it, but Breaking Bad won everything, which makes yeah. Me but happy. I turned the channel on just for a second, and it was Juliana Margulies winning for the fucking Good Wife. <laughs> well, people like that show. Fucking Groundhog Day. I don't care what I don't care what happens on the screen. Tired of her. Well, face. Breaking Bad won everything, which is good. No, and Fargo won Best Miniseries, which is also good. True Detective didn't win anything. No, which True is Detective won for one of the one of the writing. Uh, no, the directing on one of the episodes. Um. Okay, because I like. Oh, he did because that guy won. And I love yeah. him. I think he's the best part of the show. He is the best. Well, McConaughey is the best part of the show, but the director is why the show is. Did you see Woody? Did you see Woody and McConaughey banter? It was amazing. No, I didn't watch. So it was funny. I told you I, I just watched. Well, I didn't see it either, but I watched Margulies. this clip and and they were ripping each other. And then at the end, Woody Harrelson said, uh, "I'm so happy that you you had to say all the plagiarized lines." And McConaughey was like, "What?" Oh my god, that's great! <laughs> and um, then McConaughey said, uh, "Or well, Harrelson's like, I guess that might have been too inside, too, too inside of a joke." That whole plagiarism thing is bullshit because all you can you can explain it away by just saying that the character of Rust read that guy's stu- read that shit, read that kind of stuff, so he's regurgitating stuff he's read. I'm serious, like in the same way that the Matrix guy is all the philosophy that they're vomiting in those second movies. It's just shit. It's just shit they learn. So there's no reason why the not, character. It's of, not like play. I mean that, that they're saying that the plagiarism isn't like some fictionalized thing that they can explain away. The, the accusations are the writer of the show that got rich from the show and is making a name for himself took lines and ideas from other authors. Well, no, and not just, just not just like old stuff, but like get people that were. Uh, influenced by that stuff as well, so that's the accusation. It's hard to explain it away as far as it's just dialogue. It's he just, could have picked it up from, it, but, it, and, but it, that doesn't matter. His, what the, the accusation is real world. That's it doesn't matter what Russ Cole I, did. I mean, but. no, it's just like somebody who quotes fucking religious fuck. It's like, but it, if you if you if you quote a source or quote or reference well, you, it without crediting it, you know he, he you know that, that's the accusation. Is he, they said he was. Cr- Early on, he was crediting these authors, and then he shut up about it later because he got there's people started to kind of poke a little bit. But I, what what bothers me about that guy? You just don't like a the lot fact of, that he uh, didn't seem like he was that 
brilliant with this with the script. no I, I like true detective i i don't think it is as great as as some but I, what i don't like is that writer and i don't blame him because he is this is his is a big shot and he's he's there's been like a myth crater around him but he is there's a lot of puff pieces about him and i'm like yeah he's just get to work you know we're done i don't need to read any more about his life or uh, his his how how brilliant he is just let's see what season two is you know yeah i i it's i love the cast so far i, I mean i think you know the, that that show was mcconaughey is white hot like he's the hottest uh, his career it's the hottest it's ever been and he's on the hbo show it became an event show got a great director harrelson's no yeah. slouch and uh, it was a cool show. Yeah, but I just don't think it's a great show. I, I think, think I think the guys they got for the second season is equally good. I mean, it'll be. Did fine. they get those? Yeah, people? they got. Yeah, they got um, Julia Stiles and F. Murray Abraham. <laughs> but the you know they're talking to Vince Vaughn. I mean, they said yeah, that would Vaughn. be a good call. But they, you know, I don't know. I, I skimmed a big article about him today, and I was like, Jesus Christ, just shut up, man. Um, just right. They should do a true detective for every genre. That said, if I ever true did, nurse. if I ever did anything like that, I would be in ever. I'd have so many articles. I'd be like, please interview me. I can't wait to talk about how. Great and then I you'd am. be giving them your cards. So here's where you can mail the piece when it's finished, so I can put it in my collection. Have a have a brand new leather jacket, just like oh yeah, let cigarette in my mouth. I'd oh, be yeah. like, man, it's, it's hard to write. You know, it's. It, it tears at your soul a little bit, but I got to do it. I can't. This is what yeah. I was born to do, you know? Yeah. I got to bleed out onto the page and then get... You know, every time I hit that delete button, it's like killing a baby. I Even if they didn't pay me, I'd still be sweating it out. You know, I just even if they didn't... Even if Megastars didn't agree to being in my shit, I'd still be putting it out there. Oh, my God. I can't stop. I mean, sometimes I, I wake up in the middle of the night screaming because I want to stop. I don't want to be a writer. I get scared. I I wake up. I piss, piss my pants, but I gotta push through it. You know. Yeah, and I'm there on Amazon, copying and pasting from those books, <laughs> and fucking cramps. You know. I'm sometimes at, I write so much, my hand hurts. My ink, my pink, my pinky finger falls asleep. Sometimes I'm at Starbucks when they're closing. You know, I mean, it's just tough. It's tough to be a writer. You don't know. It's you tough know. to be a writer with the same name as the Domino's treat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, yeah. So, what time is it? We got Sin City on the oh, docket here? fuck me. I bought candy for Nick. Uh, what, including let's... including John Hughes' casting director's favorite snack, Randoms. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's, it's actually called Randoms. It's a new candy, but... I'm asking you to shove that in your pocket. It's a it's a lot of candy. It's a I've load had, of candy. I've had smaller things in my pants. Well, um, but I got myself some Sour Patch Kids. You know what I'm saying? I, I've I've kind of gotten over them. I can't do them anymore. It's my one. It's my one weakness. I can't give it up. <laughs> your one weakness? I'm done. I can't do it. Hope your Fitbit falls off. <laughs> I gave up Doc, Diet Coke, but I can't give up the. Sour Patch Kids. Uh, see, the thing is, I wish the Sour Patch bag was one third the size that it is. Because I keep writing. I keep. Uh, well, they, you can get small. You can get a pouch. Because if they're there, I'm going to eat them in the movie. Yeah. But but they, I, my mouth goes straight to hell. Did you after. tell them what I was? What I, my pitch? Did, did we ever talk about that? What I keep sending them to do that I want to see on the shelves? No. Sour oh, patch. oh, you're serious. Okay. Yeah, Sour Patch Kids, kids. Yeah, and what and what do they look like? 
they have like their their um they have the large sour patch kids in the back but then there's an umbilical to a smaller one yeah and that's that's like two you know one one half Sour Patch Kids kids. And See, then while you eat them, you just bite through the umbilical. I think the, the executive did have a point. What? I don't know if people want to eat something and it's baby. I tried to. Well, that's not true, first of all. And second of all, can you for, imagine? Just, just and also, it. they don't want the idea of kids having kids. I bet I bet that uh, the guy from True Detective, the writer, if he heard my idea season two... Yeah. One of those hard-boiled detectives going to be biting through a Sour Patch Kids kid, like crying. Yeah, that or one of the one of the detectives has got another kid umbilical connection, dragging him to the crime scene. Cover his eyes; you can't see this. It's too soon. Well, that's what was I think funny on the we talk about the strain, which I like a lot. It's on TV on FX right now. It's a very goofy show, but what cracked me up in the first episode? They try to establish. Carrie Stroll, uh, is it Carrie Stroll? It's Corey Stoll. God damn, I suck. You and fucking Corey man. Stoll. His his uh, his. Good um, thing you're not emceeing somebody's graduation. <laughs> Jesus Christ! But Corey Stoll, I they they try to um, establish his character real fast, and they give him too many. They give him way too many quirks, and it's like really annoying. And so one of the things is he showed up. There's this crime scene. You know, plane lands, and all these people on the plane are dead. And he shows up and he asks some random person. He goes, "Do you have my milk? Did you bring my milk?" Isn't it? Isn't it uh, Sean Astin? Maybe, but he's like, "You got, you got my milk?" Because it's like we're supposed to go, "Hey, this guy's crazy, man. He drinks milk at the crime scene." Yeah. What a that's something that you the old Guillermo could have maybe struck out during the uh, review process. Let's not have him say, "Do you have my milk?" Now Guillermo would have said that was Hogan's idea. Hey guys, uh, hey, 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 uh, hey, man! There's all these. De- hey, shh, shh. Before we get started, you got my Sour Patch Kids, kids. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> yeah. I gotta. Before we get to these bodies, I See, gotta get my milk. I think it'd be great though. A little little nod to pop culture. Yeah. Where's my milk? And then Sean Penn walks up. <laughs> I'm here. I never saw milk, but is that I how it sounded? It. Yeah. <laughs> A little bit more masculine. Um, all right, we got ten minutes. We got to go. Oh, God, is there... another brilliant discussion by us. I mean, this... uh, uh, there's going to be trailers and there's going to be Sin City. So why don't we wait until all those are done? Let's just go. I want to see all of it. I, I, I don't mind missing the trailers. I just don't don't want to see the movie that follows them. We'll right. go. We'll go. Right, let's go. But I, you're, you're going to have to. You got it's a five minute ride. Going to Sin City. Gonna have some fun. Rick Miller. Went crazy after nine one one. This is the last time I'm speaking to an anybody other than you before <laughs> fucking Sin City two. What's it called? Dame to kill for? Yeah. Frank Miller, man, he is off the rocker. He's off. He went nuts after nine eleven. I think the spirit may have had something to do with the uh, the apathy towards this movie. He he is. Oh, he is just. He's a piece of work. But what I what I think is so funny about him is that his the spirit is just such a it's just such a masturbation fantasy like it's such it's like he someone did gave, we talk about this recently I'm that, sure that, I've that, talked about it before, was it on the but, pod or was it at the, at the at the shop we had this talk somewhat recently I'm sure I said it on the we're podcast. so good I, keep, I, I can't forget it's so restaurant quality whether we're doing it without a mic or with a mic <laughs> but uh, it's just so it's just like you could tell like how how excited he was like to his, the main character people 
all the hot women in the movie wanted to fuck the main character. Yeah. And you could just tell Miller was like directing it like it was like a surrogate. Like he was like, oh my God. And then this this movie is the same way in a way. Like there's so many beautiful women. It's Hartnett it. back. Who? Hartnett. I don't think so. And before we go, um, do you hear that Miller didn't sit through Christopher Nolan's Batman films? That was out this past week in the news. He, uh, um, he couldn't he couldn't make it. I you know that's fine. I mean, I he I made think, a comment like, oh, yeah, he, he, I mean, he try to call it the dark I night. think that there's you know, his work has influenced so much of the direction of of that character and 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 superhero movies in general and like um I think The Dark Knight is great and you know, he's done amazing work, but I think after a certain point he just lost his mind and he sucks. Can I go comic nerd on you? Yeah. His best works Miracle Man. People love it. All right, let's go. God damn it. We'll be back. What about Daredevil? What about you? It is at this point the two men leave the house and embark on a journey to actually pay to watch the second Sin City movie. So we just got back from having Frank Miller and Robert Rodriguez puke into our dick holes for two hours. Yeah, well, I guess you liked it a little bit. Um... More than I did. No, I'm just kidding. I, I, I guess I didn't hate it as much as you. How much were the tickets? So we go, and Nick gets his ticket first and and didn't didn't bat an eye. And so then I go, I'll take uh, one for the same. And he guy said, that'll be $17. <laughs> and um, I said, what? I and couldn't believe I it. I was shocked. Nick didn't hear the price. He just paid. He, he wasn't paying attention. He paid with his credit card. So... The guy explained to us that that we were, had the luxury of seeing it in RFX. It was RPX. RPX. What's what does it stand for? Ripping you off, penis exhilaration. I don't, it's it's a sound, um, regal cinema sound, but not three D. Premium would, experience. They didn't give you that three D. No, but they give you that price. Yeah, and so then yeah, so we we got to pay seventeen dollars a piece to see it. Oh, that was a mistake. <laughs> But, so um, you got to hear some serious beat poetry on the street poetry there. Oh yeah, the Frank Miller the um, dialogue was. Malmals. Oh, you're like you're doing some impersonations in the car. It's of, not hard. Yeah, when you uh, when you uh, live in Sin City, you could get an apartment or there's a that con- may you may not condo. be you may be too far from the mic for that con- to even register. Condos, you know. Rent a place. I was thinking like every th- everybody in Sin City talks like that. The ice cream man's like two scoops. <laughs> UPS guy is like. Didn't you hear Frank Miller though? He's like red, Sin- white, and brown. He's like in Sin City. There's there's no ice cream man. There's no ice cream. There's no one ice. There's no ice cream in Sin City. There's no ice cream. No, they don't have any dessert in Sin City. Do you ever see dessert? No, no. It's all. It's all. Sin City, we don't have dessert. It's all uh, bullets, boobs, and, and, and octane, <laughs> headstones. Yeah, um, that's actually the name of the ice cream shop there. <laughs> they do. They Headstone do have creamery. That would be awesome in the middle of the movie. If someone just rock, just going down the street with a big cotton candy, like a gigantic, oh. gigantic cotton, hardest candy. cotton candy in the world. Fuck. <laughs> Cotton Candy's narration is, I've seen some shit. <laughs> yeah, uh, there are some bad lines in this movie, for sure. Um, 
it's always people narrating and so they're narrating stuff and they're trying to describe it in a cool way i guess that's the trappings of that genre but man it doesn't really work well i i used to love those comics when i was young and i I gotta think it's because i was young well we weren't that young when he's a master of tone like the thing is he's great at creating a tone like the you know but once you start to fill the, the details in is where it starts to suffer yeah, I mean, it was very. Those, those books are very pretty. They're very stark, um, and they realize it on the screen. You know, they have that style represented <sighs> on the screen. Except it's stiff as fuck. I never. I mean, the thing is, is well, I like the first Sin City though. I, I got re- I don't actually. I don't, but I should. I might rewatch it. It works better. I mean, it's it's more fun. It's um, the, the, Mickey, the choreography is so stiff. Mickey, Ro- yeah, but that's on. Pur- I mean, it's kind of on purpose. It looks like the, these people aren't capable of doing anything that they're doing. But you can tell in the first one. It, you know, honestly, the, I think the biggest problem in the first one, you could tell that there was a kind of a creative burst of energy behind the exercise. I mean, you could tell that they had, um, you know, Rodriguez and yeah, you know, I guess Miller were were having a lot of fun making that movie. And I think this movie, it's almost like it seemed like that they were just checking off a box in a way wasn't as fun um it does come it comes alive with i think eva green is super she's naked always super naked movie, but i don't give super a fuck. pretty i don't give a fuck but i mean that's kind of the different <laughs> different part is like she's like naked always and so yeah, like i don't i don't need super to see her, her fucking glands the entire movie I, i'd, I'd rather close-ups see ups of her breast pores that's fine by me it gets old Especially since the character was awful, and she's—I felt bad for Eva Green. Like, character—I don't think the character was awful. No. Yeah, I mean that storyline was okay. Roland was great. Roland was the best in the movie. Yeah, well, I thought Eva Green did a great job too, actually. But I mean, it's just how 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 do you, wait? Did you actually listen to her, or were you too busy slapping it? No, I'm not. But I thought that I thought that that storyline was okay. I mean, I kind of enjoyed that storyline. I mean, it's ridiculous, but. Brolin and her make it. I mean, they did a great job. And then uh, Christopher Maloney shows up, who I love. Um, Piven, we get to see. We get Piven to see, shows up, who I don't. We get to see. We get to see Ray Liotta. We get to see Josh Brolin. We get to see Chris Maloney. Who am I forgetting? Squirm uncomfortably on women, especially Maloney. Oh, yeah. Maloney has a. I think what maybe could be a dry humping scene, which is. I think he had his little Maloney coming through the zipper. I, think I would have paid. I think he zipper hole fucked her. If I would have, if I would have heard that going in, I would have paid eighteen dollars. Yeah. I would have, or keep the change. You know what I'm saying? Like give him a twenty. Yeah. Don't give me back three. Christopher Maloney, dry humps and uh, khakis in this. I've waited my whole life. Um. It's pretty shit. I mean, it was well. Nick hated it. He's, I, he was movie. he was uh, about halfway through. He started getting mad and was squirming like a child that you might bring to uh, watch, you know, Jane Eyre or something. You you mentioned that movie way too much. I like it. Jude Sicoletta was in the movie. It was good to yeah. see him. Oh, Jude! And then and then your Jason Reitman hate manifested before the movie. Well, I don't hate him. You, um, you think he's a douche? I think he probably is a douche. He was good on the WTF. Oh, maybe he is. I haven't heard of him. Maybe I'd like him. It might turn me around. And then he had his papa on the next episode. He gets a little bent out of shape around awards time that he doesn't get more awards. I know that's kind of a bad indicator, but I do like Juno. He did that. I like... What did he do after Speaking Juno? Speaking of Juno, Juno Temple in Sin City. And 
I like Juno Temple. She didn't show back up after her first scene. And then, um, but no. She did. She, she was in more than one scene. Well, I mean, she was in like, she was in one scene and then she uh, she got driven to back home and that was it. No, we get one more, we could see it one more time. When? Her hands and her head? That's not her. Oh. Mm, that's Which the other one was girl. Juno Temple? Juno Temple was Ray Liotta's Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. The girl in that scene, I can't remember her name, but she's, she's in a lot boring. of stuff. No, I like her. She's actually a good actress. She's, she was in, um, which is not a good movie, but she's in The Last Exorcism, too. But she's in a lot of stuff. She's starting to get be put in a lot of stuff. I just don't know her name. Joseph Gordon-Levitt was okay, too. He was good. I mean, he's always good, though. Eh. Storyline was odd, but... It's just a shit movie. God, I mean... It's shit. In Sin City. You know, can I go back to The Prince really quick? Hey, wait, wait, let me get, I got a good one. I got a good one. All this right. would be, just picture me in, in, uh, get in Sin City, right? Black right. and white, walking down the street, super cut, like obviously I'm mus- muscular, even more muscular than I am now. Mm-hmm. Walking down the street. Dystrophy. Got a, you know, just smoking a cigarette, got bandaged under my eye. And then just hear my my, my narration would be. You're like Frank Miller. You're much better at creating the scene than you are actually executing. And then I then I say, uh, in Sin City, have you seen my fanny pack? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, do you know do you know where it is? <laughs> where did I put my fanny pack? Um, so <laughs> that's all um, I got. I think there was a little nod to Taken in the Prince. Because you and the fucking prince. You, you're ripping Sin City. You keep talking the about prince the, is, prince. the prince is the There's, Godfather Part Two compared to Sin City. <laughs> All right. There's a scene where, you, where like some money is. Exchanged. There's a nod to Taken. <laughs> <laughs> what what genius directed this? I don't remember. So man, I, the Prince finally came out. Uh, is there a nod to Taken in that movie? I'm glad you caught that. Yeah, so it's going to be it's a film hey, school thing. It's like, hey, you're the first person that said that. Yeah, they're going to be talking about this in film schools, man. Remember, what, when did this film have it? Actually, let me on? correct you. It's a nod to Taken too, but pretty close, my man. <laughs> <laughs> not, you do that. You're very effective at that not character. So there's a scene where money changes hands, and I could swear that on the on the bill was Liam Neeson. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's the. I think so. That's more. That's more or less of. Uh, that's not a nod. That's kind of just like a whole quake, right? I mean, it's less I, of a nod than. I a, think. I think that was like an onset thing. I think the the prop guy put Liam Neeson on the currency. Are you kidding? I'm not kidding. It looked just like him. It was so small on the little iPad, mm-hmm. but it, I it deleted. Did it. they talk? Did they were there any, any other clues? Like whenever Cusack was trying to make the deal, is like it's a lot of Neesons. You can count it. You can count There's it. There's about 600 Peyton Westlakes in there. <laughs> One Liam Neeson, two Liam. You have to count it. Very slowly. <laughs> every every bill. They're in stacks of 10,000. No, no, no. Well, I mean, if you think about it, he, he was going to play Lincoln at yeah. one point. So, so you notice the, the currency in Sin City, the Abraham Lincoln... On the on the money was facing us. It wasn't a, a, a sort of side view. It's head head on. I must have fell asleep during that part. <laughs> it's fucking the awful. money shot. It's so bad. It's so bad. I, I so I, I got tired of seeing Eva Green almost naked the entire time. It's impossible. 
And I, I mean, I'm not trying to be, but she's. I, I I like her. I think she's beautiful, but I think she's a great actress. She so is I very like good her and stuff. But she's, she's very good and she's very naked, and I love that. And she she's got an oddly shaped head sometimes, but I don't care. Well, not they're not picky. You know? I mean, I, I she's a beautiful thing. She's a she's a <clears throat> she's a in, t- top how about ten. This, how about this? In Sin City, can you? Uh, is it possible you come over later and feed my dog? I'll be working late. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Needs to eat, and to throw a little fish food in the tank, would you? Or yeah. In Sin City. Uh, here's another one. <laughs> Take a left at the Kroger. <laughs> <laughs> My brain feels like cartilage. <laughs> Studying for finals. <laughs> <laughs> there were college kids. There were college kids in it. Oh, that the was beginning. The, they, they. They weren't. They didn't look. Uh, you know what else it is? The fucking digital video. You hate it, you hate it huh? I hate it on that in that movie. Well, that one, the kids. I can see lead, why you'd want to go see it then. The, <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember wanting to go. The, that kid who played the lead, like tough kid at the beginning, was an. Uh, he looked like the kid who played the young Joe Pesci <laughs> in fucking Goodfellas or whatever. Um. Oh, of course. That was a reference. Oh. Um, Liam Neeson was in his wallet. No, but they. It's what's funny is that uh, that's how Frank Miller starts the movie off, killing, having Marv kill the call. Those, those no good college kids, those dumb, educated, rich yeah. kids. Frank Miller, he is confused. A confused man. <laughs> Hates Occupy Wall Street and college kids. He's uh, and rich kids. You know, you know. He's like he's once once uh, the studio said they're going to finance the movie, and they found out Evergreen's going to be in it. All he was doing was fucking just jerking off onto the final. There is no way he wasn't. Yeah, I mean that that's what I'm talking about. I mean that's they have they have to give that man sexual harassment seminars daily. I imagine when he shoots a film, you know, every hour. He's a sit down to watch you know, like ten the minutes. The two smartest people in the Sin City like universe is Brittany Murphy and Michael Clark Duncan. It's truth. Why? Because that's a, they they got out. They got they got out. Oh, and Jessica Alba is the worst. Bad actress. She is such a lightweight. She is she is just oof. I mean, she's she's getting she's getting fucking powerhoused off the screen by Bruce Willis in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. By the way, not unlike his, he's a ghost in this one too. Can you believe that shit? He's playing the fucking ghost again. <laughs> Miller said uh, that Alba really improved as an actor. Like he was shocked how how amazing she really brought it. And I was like, Miller, why is first of all why isn't Frank Miller talking about acting? That's that's one you know. You know what's funny is like he used to be the shit. Now he looks like one of the characters from Sin City. Did he? Well, he, he got like old. And he bastard. might be sick. Actually, what do you mean? They said he might be. He might be sick. Sick of not jerking off. Just sick, like you know. I don't know like what that means. Usually disease. means bad things. Yeah, whatever. Speaking of bad things, it was such a bad movie. Very bad things. And, Jeremy and, Piven connection. But that trailer for the Ryman f- film, I don't know why you hated it so much. It's ter- I think it's a terrible trailer. It's awful. Is it because it's a little social networky? A little? 
Oh, it has pe- my favorite has all this. Uh, well, I don't know if you guys have seen it. It's called Men, Women, and Children. First of all, awful title. Um, second of all, yeah, the whole trailer is people just texting each other about their desires and like weird, you know, stuff like that, which is already bad. And they're rep- graphically representing on a screen. I just it's just awful. You know, it's like what it's the world we live in now. Jason Reitman's texting movie. That is the world we live in. I yeah, but remember you let checking your phone a few times and twittering and reading some shit. Yeah, I know. But I mean, so Reitman's gonna com- he's gonna do commentary on it. I mean, it's based on a book. He's he's probably awful. Yeah. Is it based on a book? Yeah. Well, never mind. Scratch everything I just said. It looks great. It's based on a book about texting. Mm-hmm. Wow. I think it's based on a book on how we've become so distanced from ourselves the, the tagline is you never know how little you know that no you mean like the story that's been written since technology was invented yeah yeah no i i get it that's that's a really original idea though i'm glad that jason reitman's tackling it that should i it should I, be fantastic i love i love up in the air i love thank you for smoking i love juno yeah i like those movies uh what else i love juno. i didn't see young adult I like the, I like Young Adult. What's the other one? Uh, he just did one with... Um, he did a failure one. With uh, um, Brolin and uh, Kate Winslet. Right, right. The worst, Labor Day. Labor Day. I didn't see, I didn't it. see so that one either. The only movie I haven't seen... It's only I, I like all his films. So there's a shot that I'd like this. But there's, also, there's already a movie like this called uh, Disconnect or something that Jason Bateman was in. And there was a lot of this kind of stuff in it. So yeah. it was like people texting each other, G chatting or chatting, you know, and I sound like an old person talking about this shit. But like, it's all about that kind of stuff. And it, and it, they were doing the same type of thing, you know. So I think it looks awful. Like, I, the trailer is awful. But Adam Sandler's in it in a dramatic role, which is interesting to me. So we'll see. We'll see. I don't emo- know why you emo- like it. You know who's in it. They got Emoji Busey in it. <laughs> they got a uh, um, Garner, Jennifer, Jennifer Garner, Adam Sandler. Oh, the, the other fictional part is where Adam. Um, who plays Adam Sandler's wife? Oh yeah, yeah. Never you mind. like her? What's yeah, her the girl from the Company Men. Um, Was she also in Marrow at the Wedding? Is that her? I, I, what movie? Uh, Mar- is that that? Is that what's called Muriel what? at the wedding? Fuck Muriel's wedding? No, not Muriel at the wedding. It's something at the wedding. Uh, it's, it sounds like a movie I'd never watch. But she's got a name. She's got, like a, a, um, she's got a boring name. Like a gener- Jonathan Demme movie. It came out. Oh, Mar- I hate him. Not, it's, it's not even that. It's I'm thinking Margot at the wedding. It's not even that. It's like it's uh, what's her face? Anne Hathaway. Definitely not woman, seen that movie. This woman. It's God, I can't believe I don't I remember know. her name. She's got like a like an older woman's name. Like you know, like a, like like a name that they don't really make much anymore. Okay. Like uh, like Margaret or like uh, fucking Gertrude or something like that. It's not it's not that. But, but it's uh she's she was she was good in the Company Men, and she was in something a be- she was in a better movie than that too. Mm, not this one. You don't know that. I'm gonna gamble on it. I'll tell you what her goddamn name is, though, because I'm cheating my asshole off. And, of course, she's Rosemary DeWitt. 
I knew it the whole time. I just don't want to say it out loud. And I'll tell you what your, the movie you were thinking you knew her from is. She was in Promised Land, which was good. She was in The Watch, which... Margaret? Is that the movie you're thinking of? No, that's uh, kind of... Uh, your sister's sister? Or, no. A little further. Company Men, Mad Men, blah, blah, blah. It's a wedding. Rachel, Rachel getting married. Yeah. Ugh. But there's so, another movie where she kind of... I'm sorry, she was on Rescue Me. She was good on it. Cinderella Man. Anyway, she's she's good. She plays Adam Sandler's wife. Is she a British actress? No, I don't think so. Uh, Jennifer Garner. Yeah, Garner was in Juno. Sure was. It's bringing her, bringing her back into the Jason Reitman fold. Jason Reitman players. He he does that thing in L.A. that's interesting where they yeah they read scripts with different casts like classic scripts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'd I'd like to see that. They're doing Sin City too. <laughs> Do you know some of the some of the lines they might read? No, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I just, I mean, the cast they got, Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. Donald Faison. I mean, they fucking, I can They got Wiley Wiggins in that shit. I mean, like they went fucking. Don't lie. A list. In Sin City, it's double coupon day. Having trouble with my zipper. You know, Rosario Dawson was bad. She's and I love barely her. in it. The girl they get the new girl to play Miho. Yeah. Oh god, the movie. So the, the the takeaway from this is is don't see since oh wait, oh, no, you're not going to. It's already not being seen. That is it's it is shocking how much of a failure it is though. I mean, even though it's not great and uh the reviews have been kind of sa- savage. It's just doesn't make sense that it was like 10th or whatever at the box office i've never had to answer so many security questions to use my credit card when i was trying to buy a ticket to that movie what color is your first car what's your maiden name are you sure really are you sure do you realize what you're about to do (laughs) oh well fucking gatekeepers came out in force when they saw i was trying to buy a ticket to sin city dame to kill for Who's the girl? Which character is the dame to kill for in the movie? Is it Miho? Give me a fucking break. Josh Brolin has had a knack for picking the perfect superhero movies. Perfect comic book. I mean, he's Thanos, but Jonah Hex, Old Boy, and this. Because remember, Old Boy was manga. Ooh. It is. Um... I'm going to read you how much it made over the weekend. You could probably... On Friday, it made $2.6 million. On Saturday, it made two point one, And then on Sunday, it made $1.5 million. <laughs> Fucking great. <laughs> and then, on Monday, it made 600000 It's beautiful. They... There was one other person in the theater. It doesn't make sense, really. It's like that movie with um, that that like anti Obama documentary that came out this God this is summer. not dead. No, it was uh, America. America, she it's, yeah, it's called America. Um, it was a failure, huge failure too, but it made more than Sin City. <laughs> the guy that was in the theater with us was very quiet. Yeah, well, you weren't. I was pissed. <laughs> very talkative. 
I, I, I wasn't talkative. I wasn't that talkative. You I just, did say I just a lot. Got, I got frustrated from time to time. Control yourself. Throwing up my hands. Can't believe the shit I was watching. Were you, you turned to me and I was laughing my ass off and totally engrossed. Is that what you get so mad about? Super engrossed. What was the thing? I, what was the? Oh, you know, you liked my joke. Uh, we were watching the trailer. That the guy F. Murray Abraham look alike. <laughs> yeah. What did you say? So there's a guy. I, is he, what movie was that? It was. It was. He played like a lawyer. It's um. It's a the horror film Annabelle. Okay, which, which I'm I hate those. Uh, so yeah. watch the movie Annabelle, the trailer for the movie Annabelle. And there's a guy that looks. We thought it was F. Murray Abraham, but it isn't. It isn't. And then I was at the end of the the commercial. I was like, I was like, oh, I mean, I was like, what? You know what's? You said it must be. It must be hard to look like F. Murray Abraham and not be him. I think I, think I said it, it sucked to to look like Abraham, F. Murray Abraham, but not be him. I don't remember exactly how I worded it, but. There's no truer words ever spoken. No, it's Can you not. imagine? Although that guy's getting work. And I bet, do you think towards the end of the shoot, the director starts suspecting that he's not actually acting or directing F. Murray Abraham? <laughs> Wait a minute, F. You let me call you F. Murray Abraham the whole time. <laughs> Full name. You kept answering to F. Just like <laughs> the guy from The Strain. That's what they call it, the guy from The Strain. Yeah. The F. His name's Ephraim, and they shorten it to F. So he used to be, I guess... Uh, an Amish, an Amish person? Is that what? Like, is he? Is his background is, Amish? Is that why he likes milk? Mennonite. But the uh, <laughs> it's why he likes milk. That's, that's makes perfect sense. Yeah. Hey F, can you imagine looking like him but not being him? Can you imagine it? Hey, hey F, man, they got the bodies. Hey, before you even say a word, you brought my two percent. You got my two percent. Yeah. Organic. I'll do whole milk. Okay. Soy? I'll do soy. In LA, everyone does. So, Well, this is New York true. City. It's, actually, it's Toronto. Masquerading, I'm sure. Is it New York City? Are they, I don't where even, where I are don't they remember. supposed to be in the strain? I don't, uh, well, I don't know. It's not Atlanta. Cause... End of the last strain, by the way, was great. Okay. Can you okay? So, do you think that the guy actually was having trouble getting work, so he went through a scarification process to, to look like F. Murray? Yeah, I mean, it's like he's like, you know what? I look like a a, a non ruined F. Murray Abraham. Let's right. get to work. Let's fucking you got. Let's get, let's get your best doctors on me. Get me, you know. I envision I envision a, a, a very small man on a on a jackhammer. He was actually he was actually this was the the the. The interesting part, he was actually part of a group of men who actually transformed themselves uh, into F. Murray Abraham lookalikes. And the sad part was uh, they graded them individually, and he was the F. 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 Murray. (laughs) (laughs) I give this F. Murray Abraham an F. Failed. Actually, that one would probably get a pretty good... You think it would get a B? I don't know. I haven't seen his his competitors. <laughs> I mean, seriously. It, well, I mean, I think just 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 thinking about the look, the likeness of this one. I mean, just I mean, you can imagine that they're all similar likenesses, maybe. But what do you just? You could you probably grade this one. I'd give it a probably a B. Uh, B Murray. 
What we should do is we should go and, and get a business the BF loan. Murray. We should get a business loan and create a new take on rock, scissors, paper and call it Divoff Davi F. Murray. <laughs> what would be the dynamite? <laughs> Murray, every once I, you play rock, scissors, paper, dynamite. I don't know that one. Did you play with Jimmy Walker a lot, or? But you never played that. No. That's, a, that's a variation. I think the 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 dynamite blows up rock, and then the scissors cuts the wick. Really? Yeah. My uncle and I used to play rock scissors. Do? Fuck me in the ass. Huh? Me and my uncle used to play that. Yeah. Without the dynamite. I, th- I need. Uh, so, sometimes there was dynamite. Right. Okay. But what, okay, so in the case of rock scissors paper, yeah. with my new spin on it, F. Murray Abraham envelops Robert Davi. Well, let's play it and then figure out the rules. So okay, so what do we say? One, two, three. Well, the thing is, with our business loan, we're making we're we're able to create hand shapes that look like each of these actors. Right. Okay. So one, two, three. Then the name. Yeah. And it's Davi Divoff. F. Murray Abraham. You have to say F. Murray <laughs> no. Abraham? No, it's a speed game. All okay. right, so let's do it. One, One two, two, three, three. Devoff. Oh, oh. Yeah, we teamed up. All right, so what happened? So when I, I was, so then was it, do you vary it? Are you, am I Devoff from like Wishmaster and you're Devoff from Expendables 3? I'm no, sorry, that wasn't Devoff. I'm Devoff from the unemployment line. From Lost. Who, who was that in Expendables 3? Davi. Da- Robert yeah, Davi. Davi, Devoff. F. Murray. All right, let's do it again. Okay. Okay. One, two, two three. three. Devoff. You didn't F. say Murray. anything. <laughs> it's like it's like playing with Marley Matlin. All right. Um, okay. Let's do one, two, three. Name. Right. One, one two, two, three. three Tina Fey. You who say Tia Mad? Tina Fey. She has this uh, facial oh, scar. Oh yeah. I came in with Tina Fey. And what did you say? I said I said Devoff every time. <laughs> well, that's not how it's played, right? You just have to say Devoff. No, I, I'm, I'm, it's my consistency that's surprising you because you expect the unexpected. <laughs> well, this whole game is surprising me. Yeah. Davi, Devoff, F. Murray. F. Murray. But you Murray. beat F. Murray. That, yeah. That's pretty good, actually. Is this the guy that's on Homeland? Or is F. Murray on Homeland? F. Murray is on oh, Homeland. Fuck, man. Is he, this guy's on Continuum, then. Because there's a guy on this show called Continuum that looks like F. Murray. It must be this Which guy. Which explains... I mean, that's, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. Because he comes from some sort Annabelle, of, though, looks awful. It, I hate the kind of scare... I hate that kind of shit. The doll I mean, thing? The Conjuring was excellent. They did and a great job. that doll was in The Conjuring. That's where they spun, spun the, the movie The most out. realistic part of the trailer is that these people would want that disgusting thing in their house. I Yeah. Well, they can't throw it away. That's part of the curse. You can't throw it away, so you might as well just live with it. Yeah, but in the way in the in the commercial, it looks like they're proud to put it there in the in their on the she is. shelf. He is a little freaked, but she like puts it in the centerpiece of her kid's shelf, and it's like I don't remember big. that part of the mythology. You can't throw it away. He says that. He said, "I thought I got rid of this. I thought I got rid of this. Where'd you get it? I thought I got rid of it." And she pulls it out from the box. She goes, "I like it," you know that kind of thing. And then she puts it on the shelf. So there's the scene where the little girl goes around the corner and she's a grown-up. It's kind of good. It's just... it's We live in a world where this is what horror is now, though. It's like there's so much of that kind of stuff. It's like, let's come up with like three or four great trailer moments. Right, of creepies. course. That's how they sell. They know it's going to sell the film. They know that that's a big business model is how to... 
And that's like the Conjuring trailer was a, was very effective and weird. Hold on, I'm getting a text. Oh, okay. It's Powers Booth's agent wondering why he wasn't in the game. <laughs> that's not. It's not very nice. It's like this. The skin you're making fun of their skin, their faces. Yeah, I sure am. But life. I mean, life has made fun of it first, so... I mean, they have shitty faces. The thing is, is there's some guys who wear it well. Like Jan Michael Vincent. What about Stacey Keach showing up in that movie under all that makeup? Ugh. That's Stacey Keach, right? Yeah, he was the fat. Jesus. It's a waste was he in the first one? I don't remember. Yeah. There was... Yeah. And uh, Dennis, Dennis Haysbert looked uncomfortable to be in it. And that's what I didn't get. So it was like a prequel? I think... But then he gets, like, killed in it? And so it was like... Because he, he had the weird eye thing in the, in the first one. It was like a prequel... Well, all the Sin City graphic novels kind of go different it must be. Maybe. It must have been a prequel. That's what tell you what, what the fuck happened to Mickey Rourke? But if it's a prequel, then How to Heart Again, it just doesn't... It's like a prequel and a sequel together. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. Mickey Rourke, like he, his he, makeup and Marv as Marvin the first one looked pretty interesting. It looked really bad. This here. looked pretty kind of bad, yeah. And it, <clears throat> I don't know. Rourke lost a lot of weight lately, though. He doesn't look quite as. I'm bulky. sure it's harder to affix plastic to plastic. Right. It's fucking weird. But it didn't look as good. But it's been ten years. I mean, they 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 did have a they didn't advance much in makeup in ten years, probably. It's a bad, it's a bad, bad thing that that movie exists. I mean, there's a reason why it came out late, in, uh, late in August because this is when the people take shit. I imagine it would have made more money if they had released it at any other time, though. Um, they released it at the perfect time. I mean, we, they were wrong. This, the sad thing is, is we have a few months of kind of shit. We have, Even Let's Be Cops is making money. How does Sin City not make money? Because Let's Be Cops is fresh, ish. <laughs> I, I mean, it doesn't make sense to me. It's like so an outright see, world so rejection see, of Sin City and Frank Miller. You get to see Juno Temple's knobs, too. Yeah, I just saw a movie where she was super naked in it, too. Wasn't the she the girl in... Um, she was in Killer, Killer Joe. Killer Joe, right, right. Yeah, right. she was good. You, oh, so you watched it. I it's did. It's a good movie, isn't it? I thought it was fine. That was okay. It's a neat little... I don't know, man. Why'd you like it so much? Because McConaughey's great. He's pretty good, yeah. And, and honestly, Friedkin... It's still, he still got it. I think he's still a good director. Oh, I think that he is, but I and I'm not just so sh- I'm not sure about that. The story that just wasn't there wasn't much there. It's a tiny budget movie. So I know what you're expecting, Company Men. Um, but yeah, I like her. She's I like her in pretty much anything I've seen her in. Juno uh, Temple. The uh, I've been I've been uh, doing the audiobook of Easy Riders Raging Bulls. Yeah, you said you don't it's like pissing it. me off because I. I, a lot of the directors have have kind of vocally gone against the material in there. Yeah, but I could see why because if this is even close to their behavior, these guys were. Who's in it? Bogdanovich, Friedkin, Spielberg, Lucas, De Palma, Coppola. Um, Who comes Paul off the Schrader. worst? Oh, Bogdanovich. Really? Oh, the why? E- the ego. I, he was such a snob, and, and you know, like I, I should have known. He wears ascots and scarves and shit, but. <laughs> Like he, uh, he really thought he was the best bitch on the block. And the last picture show came out, and everybody wanted to work with him. 
And he had a paper moon, and he had like two or three hits right out of the gate, and then never again in his life. I mean, Mask was a hit, but... Who? Mask. The Rocky Dennis. Oh. Uh, but uh, what a douche. The way he treated Civil Shepard. What did he do? Oh, he just missed... Because he, he, she was the actress in his movie. Yeah. And he ended Last up, he ended up like leaving, like he ended up sleeping with her and his wife at the same time, like with his wife knowing it, like in the house. Uh-huh. And then he he got divorced, and then he once when he got when he got tired of her, he just started like being d- dismissive and abusive towards her. I mean, I don't like Sybil Shepherd or anything like that. Just mean though. Yeah, but it was really mean, and he, and he had this huge ego, and there was this jealousy of the other of the other directors. And when they He's still formed, around. Yeah, he he was in The Sopranos. He was one of the, you know, and he he does a lot of like history, like film history things. He's right. a super like movie like Deuce. snob. Yeah, it just makes me dislike him. How Spielberg come off? Uh, I've only had a little bit of his stuff so far. He comes off fine. I mean, there's who wrote this? Uh, there's there's some Peter interesting Spitz stuff about Margot Kidder. She was a fucking hot biscuit for everyone. She was spreading it all over the place, naked all over the house, always. Everybody's fighting over her junk. Who? Margot Kidder. From Superman? Yeah. Uh, Apparently she, she had a sweet, sweet wing. Who? The, who was it? Like Spielberg? Well, she she uh, taught him about sex, apparently. She taught him how to, how to bang abroad. Nice. Oh, well, Spielberg needed that. I, I Yeah. I, I, I prefer not to think more about him fucking right now. Well, just whenever you picture him fucking, think of just think of the Kintner kid, the Kintner kid, <laughs> gets eaten by Jaws. Alex Kintner, his mom with the glasses. Yeah, yeah. just think of him. That's what that, you do. That ain't gonna slow me down. <laughs> like, Tot Tot Spielberg about sex. This book sounds a little bit oddly salacious and weird. It, like, it's, it, it's. I mean, it's just mostly about these these guys who legitimately changed filmmaking, but also legitimately. Or, uh, I mean, it, and people say that books. I mean, they don't. They, they it's a, it's, don't a, it's, it. a, it's a cornerstone book. It's it's mm-hmm. one of the big ones. But I think it does show like they were they were. It was right after Vietnam, so the drug stuff was it was and the free love stuff was still in play. Oh yeah. But then the things were getting you know cynical and and changing, and, and they it was about the timing too. But it doesn't excuse some of the behavior. But uh, the thing I love is like Friedkin. Friedkin is, is I'm, I'm actually concurrently listening to his audiobook of his. He did a memoir, yeah. And uh, I love that guy. I think he's still good, and mm-hmm. he's made some great movies. But he's also like this weird, just a weird. Did he do the did he do the Guardian. Yeah, they actually mentioned that in the book. Um, he makes a comment about root about getting back to his roots or something like that. Something he did literally in 1990s, The Guardian or something like that. Oh. Fucking great. <laughs> I like that movie. It's so bad. It's so weird. But there's so much great demolishing. People um, getting burning little kids. It's faces. almost like it was. Did it come out? Uh, did it come out after Hand That Rocks the Cradle? It was almost like a trying to be a Hand That Rocks the Cradle like type movie. No, it's based on a, a book. Well, what the isn't? Most of the stuff is. It was not. It was not released to capitalize on the sensation that was the Hand That Rocks the Cradle. <laughs> Are you sure? Directed by a huge the huge. great. And the rest of Cradle. Fuck, Great director. Re- Rebecca De Mornay. Oscar nominee. Julie Julianne Moore was in it, remember? I that don't. was like a, that was like her big like kind of coming out in a way. You don't you don't remember who directed that? Because I hated him as a director because of that movie, and then he did one of my favorite movies of all time. 
No, I don't know. Curtis Hansen. Did he? Yep. Yep. Fuck. And then he went almost immediately after that. And, and LA Confidential. LA Confidential and Wonder Boys. And, uh, Is he and, still? Yeah, he's out there. Is uh, Friedkin still directing? Is he too old? Yep, no, Friedkin's still out there. I mean, I know he did Killer Joe, but is he, is he uh, doing that's, it? That's somewhat recent. It's like two years old. I mean, but he did the, he did Live and Die in L.A., he did Exorcist. I know that, but... Did French he, Connection. Uh, what, what about recently? Is he gonna, is he working on something else? I'm sure. He's not young. Actually, he's older than the rest of those guys, I think. Yeah. Almost, almost a priest. I mean, Spielberg's like, gotta be pushing 70, right? That's fucked up. It's fucked up. Yeah, what was it? I was watching a movie recently. How old's Ridley Scott? I mean, Ridley Scott is like yeah. in his seventies, right? Yeah, I think so. And he's actually, a- I was watching The Abyss, and I cannot believe how old it seems. That movie's old. Ed is Harris is, of- is a different man, and the, and the, the, there's some some green screen stuff in there that is super Awful. dated. Super dated. Is it really bad? Some of it's bad. Yeah, I, I mean, it's not good. bad because it's ch- it's charming. Like some of those kind of bad effects now are charm. Like when I see the rotoscope stuff and. I think it's well, what, what's bad, like the little the, the, the no. Aliens. The aliens are fine. The aliens, still, the alien, the water alien. Like no, just ship. like some of the stuff where, like, even my favorite, my favorite moment in the entire film is when Michael Bean's craft implodes yeah, yeah. upon itself. That looks good still, but there's some stuff. There's one in particular where Mary Elizabeth Master Studios in one of the submersibles and somebody else's, and and the rotoscoping on their faces as they drive past is atrocious. Oh, it's bad. But they, you know, whenever. They have that shot when Harris is like standing over the alien city, kind of like. You know, I love that shit. And it's, but it is, does look. It has to look a little old at this point. It, it does a little bit because, like, oh, the, when the, like the little creature comes up to him, it has to look old. No, that looks good. It does. Yeah, because the, the, they look like yeah. And keep in mind, you, you get a little bit more creative license when it's something unreal, like the, when they're trying to approximate reality, like they were with the submersibles. That's mm. where the trouble is. The alien stuff is we don't know. I mean, it's aliens, so maybe they look fucking blurry. I've seen some blurry. Aliens. I saw some. I saw a movie recently that had just atrocious special special effects. Vamps. Have you heard of this movie? Not the great movie Vamp. No. Okay. No. Vamps is a movie by Amy Heckerling, the great Amy Heckerling. Love Amy Heckerling. Wrote uh, Fast Times. I, I love Clueless. her except in a movie theater where she's a bit obnoxious. Um. What do you mean? She's heckling. Yeah, uh, you didn't have to make me explain it. Heckerling, right? Yeah. And so she, a few years, you know, she always has trouble making movies now to get the, getting them in the, she can't, it's hard for her to make movies. And when she makes them, it's hard for her to get them distributed. She's only made like two good movies. Well, she made that movie a couple years ago with Michelle Pfeiffer. It was kind of a comedy and Paul Rudd was in it. It's like a romantic, like, great, uh, great. But uh, it, it was kind of a okay movie and it didn't get any distribution. It didn't seem like it. Um, and this movie is Alicia Silverstone and the girl from Breaking Bad. I don't know her name. She was Jane in Breaking Bad. Oh yeah, I know who you're talking about. She's a pretty good comedic actress. I think um, she. Anyway, it's it's a movie about these two vampires that don't something uh, something Ritter, Kristen Ritter, Kristen Ritter, and uh, these two vampires that live in New York City. That they're party vampires. They wake. You know, they. It's like it's just a. It's just a straight up comedy. They don't kill anybody. They just drink like rat's blood and stuff. Um, but it had some just terrible special effects. Like Sigourney Weaver's in it, and then her head's like on a skeleton's body, and it looked like um, Evil Dead. No, it just yeah, kind of. But it, it's I guess maybe that was she thought that would work, having it look so horrible. But 
I still love the original Vamp, though. That movie's great. Grace Jones? Love it. Uh, yeah, I love it because of Robert Russler and Chris yeah. Makepeace. But yeah, it's a great movie. Dee Dee Pfeiffer, hot as fuck. Yeah, Dee Dee Pfeiffer was... This always been kind of hot. I, I, have to, I have to come clean. I liked that Dracula trailer. You were making fun of it before we went I was in. making fun. I saw the, the poster, the standee. Dracula, Dracula Untold, and you basically were saying, I wish it was untold. I, well, yeah, and, and the only thing, in the trailer, they they had the title like four times during the trailer. Dracula. It looked good, yeah. It, it does. They spent it, some money, yeah. Yeah, I didn't I mean, there's no way it's good. There's no What's way it's What's that guy's good. name, that actor? I get him mixed up with the other guy. The, the Tony Stark guy. Yeah, I do too. No, he was in a movie. He was the villain in Fast and Furious, right? This guy? I didn't see. I haven't seen any of those movies. He was in a movie that, like, it was. I was tra- I oh, he was in that one with the, with the double, the the double of like the, the like with the the double of the uh, king or prince or. No, it wasn't him. Yeah, well, he's gold. That's not him. All right. This is the this guy it's was not in Dominic a- Cooper. It's the other guy. Oh, was well, he in the movie with Dominic Cooper? No, I get them mixed up. So this guy was. I think Dominic Cooper is the double guy. Um. The, this guy was in a movie called it was like I keep I kept trying to run it um, Luke Evans he Luke was Evans. in Fast and Furious but he, Luke Evans he was in this movie where these guys they're both in it the they're double? both in the movie and the double no in Dracula Luke Evans and Dominic Cooper are in the same movie and Dracula Untold they're the same guy and they're in the same fucking movie the world suck, sucks into itself. There's a look. Read some of his titles off because he was in a movie where he played a, like a serial killer. Oh, it's called like No One Lives or something. No one lives. Yeah, I think that's what it's called. In the Hobbit movies, No One Lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen that post that that video all over the place. He's in The Raven, Full Circle, Three Musketeers. What a dog shit fucking life. Robin Hood, Clash of the Titans. I like Luke Evans though. He's 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 got some presence to him. He's 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 no pushover. Dominic Cooper not as much, but Jesus Christ, he's in that movie with him. And who's, he's who, the guy who, who played the Winter Soldier. That was the other fucking guy. Who's that guy? That was that was the fucking guy. Dominic Evans. Yeah, Dominic. Wait, Sebastian Stan. But Dominic Cooper was in the fucking movie. He was Howard Stark. It's a fucking vortex these people create. Is Sebastian Stan and Dracula Untold? Double, <laughs> double check for me. No, because that guy's not good. I thought he was okay in The Winter Soldier. I thought he did a good job. Oh my god, I'm, I'm fucking... My mind has exploded. You I, know what movie just came out? It's like having Dylan McDermott and Dean and fucking the other guy. Dermot Moroni. Dermot Moroni in the same movie. Um, they the movie just came out. It's like having F. Murray Abraham and that other guy in the same movie. <laughs> that never happened. The movie a movie just came out and I rented it and then I fell asleep immediately and then I never got a chance to watch it again before my twenty four hours expired, which sucked. But it's called Coherence. Have you heard anything? I heard nope. really good things about it. Nope. It's a sci fi like kind of film. Nope. Very low budget, but it's supposed to be great. Just came out on uh, VOD. Who's in it? The only recognizable name, and you will never watch it when I say his name, is that guy from Buffy, Nicholas Brendan. <laughs> I know you will never watch it now, but it's supposed to be great. It's supposed to be very good. Oof. I mean, he wasn't bad on Buffy after a while. Xander? 
Yeah, but it took a long time for me to get acclimated to him. Yeah. He was originally supposed to be the star of uh, Firefly. And yeah. Do it. The, um, we got old Fillion in there instead. Uh, I, I, have a, I have the same problem with VOD movies. Because I put them yeah. onto my iPad, and I like to watch movies when I'm going to sleep. In bed, I lay down yeah. and start a movie. I cannot tell you how many movies I've watched the credits of. I fall asleep. Only to wake up the next day, and then by the time... I'm, you have no time to watch it. I got, seven, like, I got seven hours. It's like fucking speed. You have seven hours to watch this movie, yeah. or the whole thing will explode. You know, Amazon or someplace used to do 20, 48 hours, and now it's just... That's it. It's all, it's all 24, it seems. No, I, I understand the model, but it's just so, it makes me so sad. But it's like I'm always like... Oh, like I started on Saturday, and, or Friday night. I was Nymphomaniac. Like, I, I was like, turn it on. And, oh. <laughs> I had a tough week. I was like, I'm going to watch a movie. Uh, of course, I'm going to watch Coherence because that's the one everybody's been clamoring for, right? Yeah. And that it'll. That I watched everything through PlayStation 3 pretty much. And they're, and they're like, if you start the movie, you have 24 hours. Are you sure you want to do it? I'm like, yeah, of course. I'm all confident. And they're like, are you sure? I'm like, yep. Like, it's just like you at the, trying to buy a ticket for the movie tonight. And they, they make you say yes a couple of thousand yeah. times. And, um so I'm like, of course. And then after, you get it off of Amazon. Probably or? after I hit that last okay, I immediately fall asleep. Yeah. So did you? Uh, you know, but wh- it's what, what service did you use? Uh, PlayStation Three. They're, they're, the, 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 so they have like a genius. The equivalent of a genius is you probably want to watch this Nicholas Brendan movie, knowing your track record. I ran a lot through there. I just got a PS4 and I just figured out how to make my because it, it's it's tricky with my audit my uh, surround sound setup how to get it to do fucking surround sound. And I finally figured it out. Cause I just went back to watching movies on my PS3. I don't mean to brag. I have a PS4. I don't mean to throw that out there, Yeah. but you know, one thing that not to say Sounds that more it, like the PS snore. So I was really excited to get the PS4 and you know, when it was really hard to get mm-hmm. and it was like known, it was sold out. So I, there's this, there's a site called like, we, it's called like the Wii tracker or something, but it's, you can put in, um, that you're looking for something that's hard to get. And if the stores will get it, it'll, it'll email you. So I never do stuff like that, but I was like, yeah, I really, really want to get this thing. So, um, I did it. And of course I never got it. Checked the site every day. Nothing ever came. And so then I eventually got PS4. I bought it. It was months ago. Last week I got a, I got a thing from them. It's available. It's fucking available everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> and it has been for like months. So that thing came through for me, man. I yeah. appreciated it. You know, thanks you, guys. You got to hope those guys sold out to Google as as soon as then an offer hit the table because. Well, they just sold that. That's what we should have done. I wish we would have thought of that uh, Twitch thing. Twitch thing. You know, you Twitch is like that uh, video service. People play video games. You can watch them play live, and it's like a big deal. Like, and they have it through the PS4. I think you can watch them play. It's a huge thing. People have channels on YouTube and stuff like I that. I know about the people that do like Twitch. commentary on Minecraft and but shit. Like yeah, that. but they'll, 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 that's what they'll do. They'll play a game. They'll be playthroughs, and they're huge. Like people get millions of views. So Am- I think um, Amazon, Google is trying to buy the site. Amazon outbid them for like a billion. They bought that fucking site for a billion dollars. You went into the wrong. Oh, I, 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 I turned down a, a big offer once for Chud, and I should have fucking jumped all over it. Did you really? Yeah, because they would have actually supported us and given us a... But I was like, no, we're doing a good job. Mm-hmm. So you do regret it? I regret it. Oh, my God. You can't regret that I much. regret so much. It was a good decision at the time. 
No, it it was a it was an integrity decision at the time. Well, but I would gladly. When go was back. this? How many years ago? This was. 2000, 2001. Oh, really? Well, yeah. you're still shaping the site at that point. Yeah, I had made some big mistakes by then. I had made some big tactical errors, <laughs> staffing decisions and whatnot. Um, but, well, but, uh, the latest error is to keep the podcast going, possibly. No, no, no. We just, we, we, hey, this, and we don't even have Steve here. We got like, what, half a comment on the last one? Got a couple comments from the tried and trues. Yeah, I mean, Bucho, Collins. True Blues, the yeah, True Hearts. Subtie, I think. Oh, Those man, guys are what, great. Oh, they're, they like oh, cash. They're like gold. They're like gold. They're like gold covered in in, in penis money. It's, they're they're great. But, yeah, there's not enough. See, we used it. to have, I mean, we never had probably a lot of listeners, but we used to have more. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're, we're, I mean, this we're the Eagles at this they point. They banned us. I mean, yeah. I don't blame them. We'd stop doing them all the time. But we're not. We we're got less funny. We got older. I got surly. You got curly. I, I I'm no less funny. I Steve's just wasn't still young. That Steve's funny. so young. He must have been so young when we started this. He's still. Young. By the way, I want to give a shout out to Bob Rudy. Yeah, a delightful man, best bartender in the world. Made me made me weekend. I'm sitting there at the bar, hanging out. And he tells me he's gone through the entire run of Chud podcasts and some of them more than once. Makes a man makes a man proud. And he said that I was his favorite. Mm, he didn't mention you actually. Oh, uh, he, but I mean you're in the top three. He mentioned you. Well, he knows me. I mean we're friends, so yeah. You say he, he likes Steve's voice. He, he's intrigued by Steve because Steve's. Steve's voice defies logic, and it really does. Because his parents, he was he's born in Vidalia, Georgia, little shithole, and, and redneck asshole. And then he moved to England for like a few years, seven years right. or something. Which and it wasn't London, so it was like all these rural suburbs of and his these dad suburbs. Was a, dad was a preacher. His dad's yeah. Is that why they moved over there to? Kinda... Yeah. Oh, they were spreading the gospel. Yeah. 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 The Gospel of Luke Evans, and they um, so his accent is a nightmare. It's he, yeah. he, he, he uh, sometimes it's American. It sounds like Brad Pitt. I mean, his voice. Sometimes sounds he like sounds Brad like Pitt. Brad Pitt, and sometimes he sounds like Brad's Pitts. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and then he came back to Atlanta, Macon, which is another shithole, and then to Atlanta. So yeah, he's 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 like this uh, bizarre melting pot of nothing good. Did you like my joke in Sin City? By the way. What, when you said, Nick, you want to go see it? When I said, whenever Eva Green said to Josh Brolin that he's talking about her husband torturing her, and she, she said, he he hurt me in every place that you just gave me pleasure. Yeah. And I said, he hurt you in the armpit? Yeah, I didn't get the joke. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was pretty good. You did not laugh. Because you're just saying that they just armpit sexed? Yes. Yeah. That, uh, it's pretty good. No. He hurt me. He hurt me in every place that you just gave me pleasure. And, you know, I went for the armpit, but it could have been, it could have, maybe there's a funny, there's a better funnier. One. What's the funnier one? Well, at this point, I, I it's the eyebrow. Like, it's, it's like a Vietnam veteran discussing the fun times in Vietnam. It's just not fair. There's no way to make light. So Bob Rudy, huh? Great man. He's a, he's a fan. Yeah. But he's a great man. Aside from the fact that he's, he's a oh, he's yeah, and he's deep, deep film knowledge, horror guy, grown man. He served Frank Sinatra. 
grown men. Uh, well, more enriched now than ever, having listened to these shows. Tennis pro. What served Frank Sinatra? Oh, God. The volleyball guy. <laughs> Does he play a lot of volleyball in his day? Do you play volleyball with Frank Sinatra? And, and here's how you know the man is great. He used to work at a bar called Prohibition. Right, which and, you loved. And Prohibition, I still do, but none of the good people are there anymore. But he, the the bar is it's you have it's a speakeasy, and there's this phone booth, this old phone booth next to what appears to be a closed a closed restaurant. And you go to the phone booth, and if you and you ty- if you know the number, you type the number, and a phone rings inside, and they buzz you, and then there's a secret door, and then you're in this lounge, that's private, ish, and it, there's a very strict dress code. Yeah. No shorts. You have to have a collared shirt. No hats. I go there, and I'm wearing a Creature from the Black Lagoon sweatshirt. <laughs> Somehow I get in, and I sit there, and Bob's there. Yeah. And it was as if time stood still how they let you in and that get up i got lucky i got lucky and and it was it was as if it was the perfect outfit to meet bob in really i could love that movie yeah i mean he's just into that shit and it was great we've had a lot of fun so yeah he's, he's listening to the podcast and that's great and i think he's forced it on some of his his relatives and stuff too it's an old we're talking about some old old podcasts there but i think the takeaway is that we're not over the hill oh we're still charming so cute so oblivious so sweet I'm looking at the chair where Steve usually is it's I know lonely I keep thing. looking at it too the Babylon 5 sex chair as he calls it <laughs> I wonder what Steve watched tonight a little HGTV I could tell you what he watched tonight he got home he, he, he just stared into, into his phone and did various searches for shit, oh, yeah, about, yeah. shit about Android phones and then he uh, kissed his wife and daughter watched and pro- the watched the DVR uh, recording of Cake Boss. Do you think he's in a Cake Boss? Has to be. He is so belligerent. He gets so mad about like what everybody else is watching, and then he watches like <laughs> HGTV or like any, any of the makeover home shows. Oh. Right? Does he watch those? Yeah. He knows who the personalities are on that show, huh? He knows the personalities on those shows. Yeah. There's this one show on that channel with these two brothers or cousins. Yeah, they're uh, young guys. They they have dead eyes. Yeah, I saw. I've seen the pictures. I've never seen the show. I don't like it. I used to watch Project Runway back in the day. I'm thinking about picking it back up. It's still on. Oh, Tom Selleck, Gene Simmons. I like that one too. Gene Simmons getting a little hot water these he days. He deserves it for the shit he's saying. Talking dumb shit. So is Henry Rollins. Yeah, dumb that shit. makes me sad. He apologized though. I think the problem is is. We put too much, we put too much credit or too much emphasis on what these people say, and sticking a microphone in anybody's face, you're bound to get burned. I'm just these so tired. motherfucker. These guys blogged about this shit. I mean, at least Henry Rollins did. I mean, yeah, that's the thing is, I think, I think, I think his motivation wasn't necessarily impure, it's just it was bad execution. You jerk. Um, no, Rollins doesn't seem like a bad guy at all, and I'm not saying he is. I'm just saying that I think these people. They have to, it's a, it's like you have a blog you you need content so you start just riffing on things and and you sound like an idiot after yeah you, know, you thanks for not, summarizing my entire online career <laughs> but people do I mean they, they, a a lot of times it's just, they're just trying to generate content and generate page page views and 
run a site called chud.com you know but <laughs> but you know what it is i mean you've been in that people try to generate content and sometimes controversy to get to get views yeah i don't think anybody nowadays wants to nobody wants to create that kind of controversy well nobody wants to touch the like nobody wants to step on those unless you're like a super right-wing asshole when it comes to you know whatever your something crosses into your agenda whatever like that. i don't think there's any and i'm talking about you yeah well i'm not those mexicans keep taking our guns and our jobs too few guns man there needs to be more guns <laughs> how can we get more guns so i was reading that article today where this uh nine-year-old girl shot her uh, shot a shooting instructor in the head with an uzi <laughs> <laughs> did, did he live it's like i'm looking for i'm like am i on the in the onion i they he did live initially i don't know what what happened but um he lived initially as the bullet started to enter well he they took him somewhere too but um you know (laughs) i mean there's awful stories about kids at gun shows that like get shoot themselves and stuff like that but this is i mean there's a percentage of that where yeah you know no they're kids they shouldn't be shooting themselves in there no people are created equal Huh? Maybe, 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 uh, maybe protected, maybe prevented the next fucking no. Adam. Adam, uh, what's his face? It. Lanza. I, I don't believe when you're that young, you. It's your parents that are shaping your views. There is, uh, but I think the government. I mean, there is a two strike policy regarding shooting people in the head with Uzis. <laughs> so anyway, I mean, I don't maybe make light of it, but. I guess she wasn't aiming for his head. I don't know what. She just went off accidentally. But but nobody just, should be shooting an Uzi anyway. That's what I'm saying. There's no, ex- there's no explanation for it. It's home defense, hunting, none of those defenses. You're a gun owner, right? Got guns. Uh, unwillingly. I mean, not necessarily unwillingly, but but have I ever shot anybody yet? No, maybe. And I, no, you're not, a, you're not a gun guy, but you have guns. My dad was a gun guy. He died, and I inherited it. So, you know, I, I'm that guy. You know, I, that's what I inherited. <laughs> the worst thing. Your mom didn't want them? Well, I mean, she may have, but it were for me. I mean, my dad. You know. She wants one of them still, actually. She wants to have a gun. I was like, eh. Doing her a favor by not. Don't have, I don't have a gun. Never will. Yeah. Not to say it's Christmas with you. I just never will have a gun. Well, what are you gonna do when the when Obama takes over and starts red dawning into your house? <laughs> when they come for your gun, when they come for you, yeah, yeah. Well, I guess I'm fucked then. Yeah, you can just tell jokes, tell that Sin City joke. <laughs> I'll try to explain it yeah. on my way out. So he said, or she said. Yeah, I'm not worried about it. I'm not worried about it. He hurt you in your armpit. I'm gonna sleep good tonight. Yeah, got to watch Chris Maloney fuck. Well, <laughs> I swear it was a dry hump. I mean, it looked pretty. He finished. His little side plot didn't make much sense side? after after what? his little. Well, they had to get him the wrap up of his plot line didn't make any sense. I thought. You mean when he kills himself? After killing his partner? 
He probably he probably realized he'd fucked his life up and was like, eh. I guess. He was pussy whipped. Then he killed his partner and he killed Remember himself. Remember his last words? He said, uh, he said, in Sin City, I did it all for the nookie. Remember? Yeah. Pretty good. God damn it. I just dry humped her. He didn't bed. dry hump her. He didn't take his pants. I don't think he unzipped. I think he just. I think we saw his squirming ass, didn't we? Or is that Leota? No. I, I lose. No, we saw Brolin and Leota's squirming ass. Definitely saw Leota's. That's what I remember. He Leota didn't. Uh, he didn't come back. He. You know what? You, you know what? Leota did not realize what movie he was in. That's in the Bokov. What? He wrote that, right? Yeah. Leota. Yeah. <laughs> But he—he he was. That would be great if, if they did. They did uh, Lolita with Leota with, with Ray Leota in, in the place of Lolita, and they just kept calling him Oh Leota, and it was him at age fifty-six or whatever how old he is, and uh, Humpert Humpert obsessed with Ray Leota. I think it would be great because that you could fuck up the spelling on the marquee and still be kind of right. <laughs> People will know what movie they're coming to see. But the thing is, he wasn't, he didn't, he was just Ray Liotta. He didn't do any work to try to fit into the scene. If you notice, everything, everything Ray Liotta. When has he ever? His, the, dire, the direction you give Ray Liotta is, can you do it again a little bit less Ray Liotta? And then he does it identical. That's, that's, that's working with Ray Liotta. He's doing like, what is he doing? Like tequila commercials now on TV? And like, Ray, can you, uh, you know, act? He's like, all right, I got you. I got a little you. little wink. And then he does the exact same thing. He's still playing Henry Hill in every movie. It's fucking great. He could be part of that. What? Game. Oh, uh, doesn't fit. He doesn't have enough scar tissue. Um, but anyway, yeah. I mean, Claire Quilty and Humpert Humpert fighting over Ray Liotta. <laughs> could get, it could work. Oh, I think Ray Liotta's career is super surprising. That he's still around? Because he was the next big thing, and then he uh, quickly did... Well, he? no, after Goodfellas, everybody was like, this is the this is a revelation. And then he did No Escape? But he is so... No Escape's great. But he is so good in Goodfellas, but but he didn't live up to it. And the fact that he's still he's still out there, and he's still doing some pretty good stuff from time to time, right. like Killing Him Softly, yeah. it's, a, it's a miracle. You said you just got Killing Him Softly for five bucks at Best Buy. Yeah, I think it was Best Buy, yeah. Is there anything on that disc? Yeah, I think so, but it's got the digital copy, and that's all I care about. It's a and great. It's a great film. That guy's in. That guy's the real deal, Andrew Dominic. Yeah, and I get him mixed up so much with uh, the other guy that did Dominic Cooper. <laughs> I would, no, the guy that did the wettest country movie. Who the Tom Hardy Shia LaBeouf movie? That guy. No, I always get that. I didn't see that. Did you see it? Yeah, it's in theater. And fucking sucked. That's hated kind of, it. That's kind of the last big LaBeouf. <laughs> right? That's Yeah. Besides that Brad Pitt tank movie coming out. Oh, that'll be good. Fury. But yeah, that I get those two guys. John Hillcoat, maybe? Yeah. Yes. I think, I think it, is that a Hillcoat movie? I think it is. Yeah. I get those two guys mixed up. Hillcoat did The Proposition and The Road and that fucking awful movie. 
and they changed the name, and I always forget the name. But I don't care; it doesn't matter. What the the one with Shia LaBeouf? I keep forgetting the name. It's a stupid name. It used to be called the Wettest Country, and now it's called Cargo or something. You know, like Heist Fucky or Tough Brothers. Oh, listen to this. So I don't know why we keep going. Do you think that people want to keep hearing this? Um, I'm watching 100. Man, I told you we'd do it right. <laughs> So I'm watching uh, TV the other night. Um, Nothing new. Saturday there. night or something, maybe Sunday night. And Blood Simple's on, which is a fantastic movie. John Getz. John Getz. And Ransom McDormand. And Emmett Walsh, amazing in it. Yeah. Um, in there, an elephant named Babar. <laughs> what's uh, what's the guy? Um, he was in Raising Arizona too. I forgot about that. The big hairy shoulders. What's oh, that? Dan Hedaya. Dan Hedaya is in it. He's great, and um, it's just a great film. Um, and they I, should call him Act Squatch. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, they, I look on the guide, and they rate movies for you on the on like the TV the TV little channel guide, and Hunger Games Catching Fire, four stars out of four, Blood Simple two. Mm. Out of four, that doesn't make much sense to me. They also it's gave the, they also gave, um, I believe they gave the thing two stars recently. I can understand that. I mean, I don't agree with it in any way, but I can understand it. What are you talking about? It's a it's a weird, wicked movie. It's a classic. It deserves nine stars. Oh, and, I'll, and I'll tweet as much. I'll tweet as much. <sighs> Keep it going. 100 episodes. This is what you want. Let's end it strong with the last final game of <laughs> Davi, Diva, Murray. You cheated. You, you cheated and you brought Tina Fey into it. Hmm? You cheated. You ruined it. I'm going to have to get... I want to get a 3D printer... And, and and do 3D little heads of each of those performers. I'm not going to cheat this time. Let's do one, two, three. And then do it. All right. One, two, three, and then name. Okay. Okay. One, one two, two, three. three. Steve off. <laughs> The songs Aileron and Hard On, performed by Nick, Micah, John, and Steve.
the waves crest in the horizon Keeps us above concern Staying high long after the fuel is gone left just show the way and let your senses carry you feeling believing and as the ground's leaving look to your side and i'll be there Yesterday, but stronger. 